This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for November 14th, 2011, episode 27, Content Refresh. Another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I am your host, Mistaken, joined as always by my co-host, Internet Broken Sound Defense. I don't know how That's actually how it sounded on my end, too. Perfect. <laughs> Fix it in post. Rocka. Sound Defense, how you doing? I'm doing alright. My soul's kind of dead because of a recent programming assignment, but otherwise I'm okay. Well, I've got good news. What's that? You like Rock Band 3? Yes, I do. Do you like flannel? I'm indifferent. Well, flannels have patches, kind of. So, Rock Band 3 has patches now. All right. Flannel Rock Band. Flannel Rock Band. Everyone now looks like Moose Jaw. <laughs> or they're just all hipsters. Yeah, or they're all just hipsters. I wish they all looked like Moose Jaw. That'd be amazing. That would be the best. <laughs> a-, a band of four Moose Jaws is the yeah. best band. But uh, so let's see. There are four major changes to this this uh, recent patch. Can you name all four of them? Sound defense. Uh, let's. I can name three of them at least. All right. Um, let's hear them. First off, we can now play uh, "Black Hole Sun" and "Danny California" in Rock Band Three. If you imported those songs, correct. I believe there is a slight error with "Danny California" currently because of one of the other tweaks that we'll get to later. Oh, that's interesting. Have you tried playing Danny California yet? I saw um, that you I, played Black Hole Sun. Yeah, I went and grinded Black Hole Sun, but I, I was putting off Danny California because I was pretty sure I wouldn't be able to put a video up. All right. Anyway, uh, there's they have a one-star hiding now where you can just uh, trigger an option that basically removes one-starred songs from appearing in your setlist. Which is pretty cool. It's one step closer to, I think, what everyone wants, which is the ability to log in like to to get online with their friend and instead of having that grayed out mass of gray <laughs> it's just yeah. here's all the songs you have together that's it stop showing me that, gray i don't want to see it that would be pretty nice i i think what they're doing is saying hey you know all these fun songs that you don't own <laughs> yeah it must be um buy our stuff yeah i, I assume that's the idea oh you don't have <sighs> Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. You must be the worst person in the world. And then you delete them from their friends list. Actually, uh, I have Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, and anyone who knows this fact thinks that I'm the worst person in the world. (laughs) I played that during the 24-hour marathon. Nice. Hold on. Uh, Late breaking news from one Wef Jepster on Twitter. At Mistaken, if you ever playtest a song of mine and it has a clap section, come to Kentucky and burn my house down. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's that is mean. I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. Anyway, I've, I've I've done a clap section before. And <laughs> they have their place. Yeah, yeah, they do. Anyway, we have two of the four. What's your third uh, guess? Third one. Uh, You're the third a thousand one, so far. All right, the third one is something that uh, what we've brought up before the podcast started is that uh, I believe the update uh, removes any custom songs that you might have inserted into your rock band library. So people have been able to 
sort of um, circumvent the rock band sort of checking system to check for stuff, I believe the main difference is basically instead of listing things as um, as downloadable content, it's listed as save files and then it gets read um, as DLC, even if it's not actually DLC. I think that's how it works. I that's might have made all of that up. Uh, I wouldn't know either way. But uh, basically, Harmonix patched the game and has fixed that so that uh, people who are doing those sort of customs that are in the game, not through audition mode, um, those people will no longer be able to do that as of the latest patch unless they downgrade their patches and people on Score Hero are trying to figure out how to do that as we speak. Um, I'll figure out the best way to do that. Uh, and the the major problem with this, at least for people who don't use customs, is that Danny California and I believe Hysteria and another song in the European version um, are affected by the same issue as if they were customs. So it boots oh. it it tells you that the disc is unreadable and it boots you back to uh, boot you out of the game. Um, oh really? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, that sounds and, bad. <laughs> yeah, as of this recording, that's what I believe to be true. Uh, it might get fixed in the future, but. As of right now, it seems that Danny California is not playable per se, um, and it seems that we have gone from one Muse song to zero. If you live in the EU, <laughs> which someone, maximum someone trolling, someone on Score Hero pointed that out, and I had to laugh. Um, the one item from this list that Sound Offense did not get to is setlist crashes that surrounded during a handful of instrumental songs. Specifically, Surfing with the Alien, Satch Boogie, the Hockey Theme, and Capricci di Diablo um, has been fixed. So people had an error where they would sometimes crash whenever playing these songs if they weren't in a set list. Um, so now that should be uh, remedied for all future attempts to play it. So that's, that's a pretty interesting bug. Yes, it is weird. And it's, it's even more weird that it does not affect Rude Mood, the other, another instrumental by them, or YYZ, or you know any of the other instrumentals. It, it's, it's just incredibly random stuff. This is why game testing is so incredibly hard, because there are millions upon yeah. billions of different test cases that you have to watch out for, and you literally cannot. It's absolutely true. Um, people like to give developers crap for being bad and for letting games through with bugs and stuff, but it's like, dude, you don't, you don't even know. Yeah. You I, don't I, even know. <laughs> Five brand new songs from Rhythm Authors. It's very awesome. It's awesome because we did not do songs last week because we had uh, the harmonics people on. <laughs> but so we have yeah. five songs. What is this song that is kicking us off this week? Sound Offense. The song we are starting with this week is by Analog Revolution featuring the Chance Sisters. It is called Looking Foot in Your Mouth. Every stupid line is more than I can take. I think I'd rather just imagine what they take. I see you looking at me. 
taste of looking foot in your mouth by analog revolution featuring the chance sisters mistaken what do you think of that song the song is a pretty sweet pop song a, a pop song absolutely through and through mm-hmm. uh it's got some it's it's a pop song but it's got some really cool things to it especially in the second verse when the uh, keys kick in there's a really interesting sort of back and forth between the keys and the guitar slash bass which mimic each other it's like the, the, the guitar does stuff, and then the keys does stuff, and then back and forth. It's uh, it's a nice dichotomy between the two instruments, I think. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty cool. I'm, I wonder what uh, the keys look like on pro keys, because I was watching it on normal keys, but you know, on mm. pro keys, it's all octaves, which is going to be kind of hard to oh, represent. It? Yeah, it was. Hmm, interesting. That would be kind of hard. Hopefully, we were able to keep those as octaves. Um, did you see the thing that PK Sage posted? Uh, no, I didn't. So, this is sort of completely off topic, but he posted a thing that was like, so I have this arpeggio that goes A1, A2, A3, A4, A5. <laughs> Up and down. How do I do this on Pro Keys? <laughs> uh, you don't? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, that is perhaps the most unfortunate thing I've ever read on this website. <laughs> um, Thinking about it, I'd probably go low, high, low, high, high, low... Yeah, well, high, low, high, low. I just told him to alternate the entire time. If <laughs> mm, uh, pure alternating, it wouldn't work too well because nah, I don't know. get over it. But well, anyway, back to back to our actual song. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm perfect song for pro keys, I think, because it's not difficult at all. No, absolutely, um, it's not. a good learner song that I think a lot of people would be able to pick up and play expert without too much of a problem. Um, I think. Uh, drums, bass, and guitar are all kind of um, just kind of standard. Not, not, not nothing too shocking in there. There's a couple weird drum parts. Yeah, that's nothing... especially with the we couldn't decide if it was a woodblock or a cowbell. Yeah, that's especially it. with that. Um, but you did uh, harmonies on this, and this is a very vocal centric song. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, the harmonies in the song there. Blah blah. Uh, for most of the verses, there's not a whole lot of harmonizing going on, but. Uh, once you get to the chorus, it just kicks in with this full, th- uh, full chord three-part harmonies that, you know, I think it'd be difficult to pull off properly with three people. If you did, it would sound really cool because you know nobody's duplicating a note that somebody else is singing. And if you get into like the individual harmony parts, some of them they do uh, interestingish jumps. So, yeah, on, mm-hmm. on vocals, it's. Uh, a bit less straightforward than on the other in- instruments, I think. And I think uh, people who can get a bunch of harmony people together might want to take a look at the song because it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and the end of the song has a couple of really cool, like, not back and forth stuff, talky stuff, but like broken up. So it's not block harmonies, but it's like someone sings and then ends, and then someone picks up after they end. Oh yeah, that's um, that's always like hard to figure out who's going to be singing what, especially if they keep those three part harmonies going. So yeah, I'm, like, I'm stuck about, with four voices and like who who gets the axe. <laughs> yeah, but I love that sort of stuff as one ends and then more begins. It's just it's something that I've always loved in in, in vocal music, especially music that uh, that has multiple voices in it. Oh yeah, definitely. It's something really fun to watch in a rock band chart too. Just looking at it on video with all this cool stuff happening. And I would wager much more fun to play. Mm. Um, for our second song this week, second of five, we have. And this is, I didn't even plan this on the fence. This is too perfect. Yeah. Our second song this week is Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. Was else was there? I saw you 
Eighth of Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. Sound Defense, what do you think about that track? Uh, I, what I like about that song is how, you know, A Day to Remember, they're just suddenly like, you know what, I'm tired of being a rock band, we're now a metal band. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, this song's, it, it, it gets rid of a lot of the sort of harmonic, you know, really chorusy sing-songy vocals just for screaming basically the entire thing yeah and it's and the guitar and bass and drums have that you know strummy thing going on where they all directly correspond to each other to the super fast pedal kicks not super mm-hmm. fast but double bass pedal kicks fast enough and this is probably this along with your troubles will cease is probably my two favorite um drum double bass charts that we've done because gosh it's just so cool to play yeah. um and yeah, like as you said, it's the it's the the rhythm in this song that really holds everything together. Um it keeps it sort of from falling apart and sounding just too mishmashy. Um I wouldn't say there's anything too difficult on any of the instruments, would you think? Um well if you if you've got the double bass, you've got some really mean fills in there, but most Good for the point. most part it's nothing uh it's yeah, nothing super terrible, I wanna say. Especially not on vocals, which is just screaming. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean guitar and bass, they sort of do their own thing. They're not you know, Hopo Cheney or anything crazy like that. It's mostly chords, mostly rhythms. Uh, drums have a lot of their, you know, sort of unique but nothing too crazy fills. There's a couple fills that are, like, really difficult. But, uh, yeah, just a fun song all around, very varied. It doesn't repeat too much. Um, at least, ow, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> How did I do that? Ah, Don't ask me. Yeah, it doesn't. What it repeats is patterns that are fun, so it doesn't really, you know, get old, at least for me. Um, even if it would, it's a fairly short song, so it doesn't have much time to get old. Truth. Uh, what is our second song by a day to remember this week's sound offense? Uh, in a complete 180 change of pace, we now have uh, If It Means A Lot To You. I can't wait through everything. Is this really happening? I swear I'd never be happy again In such a test we can just be friends I'm not some boy that you can sway We knew it happened eventually That was a sample from If It Means A Lot To You by A Day To Remember. Mistaken, uh, as a drummer, what do you think of this song? As a drummer, this is clearly the greatest song written of all time because it's like I get to play whatever I want for like five minutes. Oh. So therefore, it's perfect. Ah, I didn't even think of that. You've got like free reign over those drums. <laughs> yeah, you really do. You could really ruin this song. <laughs> Just like you could kind of ruin Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> or Master Exploder. Yeah. So basically, the uh, the bass and drums on this song don't come in until... I wish I hadn't deleted the RPP so I could look at the actual timestamp. I think it's um, something like two and a half to three minutes. Yes, and this song it could not be more difficult than Second Sucks. It's basically, you might even think this is two completely different bands based on the samples. It's, it's completely, well, you, you heard the sample. It's like a, right. a much slower guitar kind of duet with uh, the lead singer and this other female whose name I never did find out. Oh, that's a shame. Um, but you said that you'd authored them on their own har- harmony lines. Yes. Um, the the male voice takes the first cor- the first verse. The female voice takes the second verse. I believe, right? Uh, yep. So. And then they're sort of mixed in between after that, maybe. Uh, pretty much, yeah. But they stay 
uh, fixed on their own harmony lines. Like uh, vo- vocals one, that's always going to be the lead singer. Vocals two is almost always uh, the girl, except for this one point where it's an echo. Vocals three right. is just you know support. But, if only we had a harmony four. Uh, I know that that would. I, I actually don't want to think about that, but <laughs> that that could get really messy really quickly. It, it could, um, but. But yeah, th- I mean, in, in comparison to the sort of metal song that is Second Sucks, uh, if it means a lot, to, a lot to you, basically, is this this acoustic ballad between these two characters. Um, and it sounds so good. You know, it's, it's just a, a strong, powerful song that is, is simple, but it gets to the core of, you know, what makes music good, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I like listening to this one a lot, personally. It's just, you know, if I were a drummer or a bassist, I would probably have to pass. Yeah, but uh, I think guitar guitar is an acoustic sort of, you know, chordy type song, but there is a lot there to still have fun with, I think. It's not super overcomplicated. Yes. And and the vocals again, they're they're really fun, especially if you have somebody else singing with you because, you know, you both get to share the spotlight for a little while. I think the perfect way to play this song is is for you to sit down with your female best friend and then she takes, you know, the the female lead and then you pl- strum the guitar. And play the male lead throughout it. You think? I I think that'd be a pretty good idea. Yeah, I mean, it just got this image of you know that sort of setup, and I think that that would be ideal for this type of track. It has to be a low light setting. Yes, with candles. Yeah, and turn the crowd down if you can. <laughs> <laughs> I always turn the crowd down. <laughs> um. So our so changing pace yet again. <laughs> this is sort of a back and forth with pace sound defense. Yeah. I didn't realize this when I set this up. We have a Between the Buried and Me track. This is Selkie's The Endless Obsession. So Selkie's The Endless Obsession by Between the Barrett and Me, Sound Defense. We've done a couple. Yes, we have. Batman songs. Batman. <laughs> that's what I'm going to refer to them, because that's sort of what their their uh, acronym reminds me of. Bam. Would you say that this one's your favorite? Ah, it's really, it's it's up there. Uh, my favorite before this was Obfuscation. I still like that one a whole lot. But mm-hmm. in terms of playability, Obfuscation is in a totally different league with this. And I, I sort of <laughs> I would say that this one is much more reasonable than Obfuscation. I would have to agree there, and I I really really love playing. Which is not to say that it's easy. No, it's it's not. I mean, I I failed out several times before I managed a passing run of this, but uh, I en- I enjoy playing this song a lot. Like it's with all the like with all the between buried Batman songs, whatever. With all the Batman with all the songs. Batman songs. They're like the drummer. He is not one to play. You know normal orthodox beats he's always doing something crazy and here he's always doing something crazy but it's never crazy me so it's it's very yeah. entertaining to play i love it a lot there's no there is no there's nothing like that middle section of obfuscation with all the ghost snares yeah, in what it. is that? There's, nothing, there's nothing nearly that difficult in it um he, i don't think he ever really blasts i might no, be he, wrong he never though. blasts he, he blasts once but it's something that you can f- it's relatively it's, it's something you can fake by playing every other note. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. Um the guitar work is the guitar work is as always just crazy. Oh, yeah. 
um, along with the base work. Um, we want to talk about keys for a second. Oh, yeah, keys are pretty great in this one. I mean, like, uh, for as was the case with Alaska, when the really heavy stuff starts kicking in, the keys kind of drop out. But before that, in the mm-hmm. beginning, in the middle of the song, you've got this really cool uh, keys synth part that, if you're listening to it on headphones, it sort of goes back and forth in your ears, and it matches up really closely with the guitar, and it sounds very cool to listen to. And it's like all over the keyboard, so it was fun to play as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's the first between the Baron and me song to have keys and that feel important to the song. I think, um, whereas Alaska, it sort of felt like okay, keyboards can go get a drink now. Yeah, the keyboardist is much more involved in this song throughout more mm-hmm. of it. Um, and per- my personal favorite part is somewhat simple, but it, it, it's a nice touch. It's uh, the clean piano part. During the slower section. Oh yeah, that's always. Um, uh, it's, it's something I don't really notice until it's pointed out to me. But you pointed out to me this time, like, whoa, that actually sounds really cool. I didn't realize it didn't occur to me that people would be playing that. Yeah, it's one of those because it's so backgroundy, but it's also like it fits the song really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're, you know, this is typical between the Baron and me fair. If you're looking for a tough, tough song. I'd say go with it. If you're looking for, you know, but if you're looking for a, a keys challenge, it's not too super difficult. Um, I don't think there's anything, like, super crazy in this for keys, No, right? I didn't see any. It's not like the guitar solo or anything like that. Yeah, it's not, and it's not, you know, um... Oh, uh, what's the band? The band that we like? Andromeda. No, well, yes, but <laughs> the other band that has Black the Guard. keys. Blackguard, that's it. It's no Blackguard, it's no Andromeda. It's certainly not nearly as difficult as those two. Um, so, look into that. Sound Defense, what is the final song we have coming out this week? Final song is a song I've been incredibly excited for. I've been waiting to see this pass for so long. This is from Richard Campbell, the man who gave us the Christmas rock medley. This is Frankenstein Teaser Trailer. That was a sample of Frankenstein teaser trailer by Mr. Richard Campbell. Mistaken. What? 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 Everything, sound offense. That's what. Everything in this song is awesome. It's amazing. This is it's so perfect on good. I had forgotten how amazing this drum track is, and I authored it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never, never actually seen the drum track before. I'd listened to the fills every once in a while, but I'd never seen them in-game. And now that I'm seeing him in the game, oh my god. It's- They're truly amazing. I mean, he really, he doesn't, he just really doesn't do patterns in this song for very long. He just fills over everything on drums. It's it's totally amazing. Every time you are playing, it is some complex, you know, well thought out and super awesome sounding fill. It's, it's absolutely fantastic work. I, I've said it before uh, on a previous podcast that uh, Richard Campbell is a show off. And that's something that greatly benefits anyone playing one of his rock band songs, because they're so much fun to play. Absolutely. Someone's yelling outside my room. <laughs> um, Saying, play like, it again! <laughs> we like it! Um, and that's not even talking about keys yet, dude. Oh, keys. I could go on and on about keys. 
This is one of the songs that has a very large discrepancy between five-lane keys and pro keys. Oh, yeah, that's, that's something I forget about every once in a while, but now seeing the, the regular keys and how full they are. But, okay, uh, start from the beginning. Basically, uh, the, the pro keys, they're very intricate, they're very full. There's a whole lot of left-hand motion going on. But uh, the song is set primarily in the key of B, which is a really terrible key to be in for a rock band song because That's rough. because it just it's very doesn't not, work. it's very atypical key for rock songs oh very much so and it it really doesn't work that well on the keyboard so unfortunately for a large portion of the pro keys chart the left hand just has to be cut out because there's mm-hmm. no way to make it work but i sort of tried to compromise and bring in the left hand in the slower parts and i still think it looks good but mm-hmm. on the regular keys there are no such restrictions and so no yeah, absolutely not. Every key is accounted for. All of so maybe the four note chords have been reduced a little bit in regular keys. <laughs> well, yes, but every rhythmic note is accounted for. Yes, this, this um, was... and it makes for an amazingly fun and varied chart throughout the entirety of the song. It's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, five lane uh, keys chart that I've seen. This is definitely one of the best keys songs you could pick up anywhere. This is one of those. A few songs where both me and Mistaken ended up doing work on the keys. I did the pro, he did the five lane. Mm-hmm. And we were actually given a transcription with which to do their stuff off of. Yes. But uh, unfortunately, it was not quantized, so we had to uh, use that as a guide. We could not just pump it in yeah. uh, as, it, as it was given to us. I, I sort of pumped it in and then was able to replace the notes one by one. It sort of made the process mm-hmm. a little bit quicker, but... Uh, basically, well, I can never pump stuff in because I have to wrap stuff all the time. So, oh uh, yeah, because you don't got you don't have pitches to work with. Uh, nope. B- basically, uh, uh, whenever we are given a song with lots of complicated keys to work with, uh, th- we usually don't get a transcription from the artist. This is the first and only time so far that I've known of that happening. And usually, it falls on me to try and figure out what on earth these people are playing. But in this song, I was very thankful to not have to do that. Yeah, this song would be very, very, very tough to transcribe because it is very, very keys focused. And I mean, we talked about keys, we talked about drums. Uh, I didn't watch bass that much because I was so distracted, but there's a bunch of great guitar work. I uh, believe uh, there's a guitar solo. I th- that- I don't know if there's a guitar solo because like everything's soloing at all times. In <laughs> That's a good song. point. It is kind of a moot point to have a solo when everything's soloing at all times. But uh, yeah, guitar work, super fun. I mean, if you're just looking for a rockin' awesome like moody guitar keys anthem type i don't even know how to describe it sound offense it's like an opera it, it is it's actually that's exactly what it is this is uh the frankenstein teaser trailer this is basically uh a snippet of what is to come in richard campbell's upcoming rock opera album called frankenstein precisely uh that's it sounds like it's going to be incredibly awesome Mm-hmm. And for the I record, I I did check out the bass in some parts, and it's and it's an active bass part whenever the bass is playing. Yeah, no no surprise there. I'm
another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you would like to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com or follow us on Twitter at, at RhythmAuthors. And if you like this podcast, you should subscribe to it in iTunes. That is the best place to subscribe. You can also rate it and review it there. Please do that. It's the best way to get us uh, people get people to see our content. And if you want to know more about Rock Band Network, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Alright, uh, if you want to look at any of the stuff I do because you've mistaken me for someone more interesting, you can... I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh, you, <laughs> you can check out uh, my YouTube videos at SoundDefenseRB. You can check out my Twitter posts at, at TheSoundDefense. And you can also see my various writings at Cracked.com and NintendoGal.com. And if you're interested in me, you can find me on YouTube at Mistaken or MistakenSH. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Mistaken. You can follow all of my writings at GameZone.com and the PMS Clan website, PMSClan.com. And you can listen to my original music at Mistaken.BandCamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Sound Defense, another successful podcast. Well done. And we actually had content this time. I'm so excited. Yes. I think uh, that part on drums. That part on drums. I, I I took that into practice mode. I brought it down to seventy percent, and it's just what the f- is this? It didn't I help me at all. It's impossible.